This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nyx.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Well, you stumbled on over to the Movie Trivia Schmodown YouTube channel. Subscribe. Why should you? Because this is the ultimate sport for the movie fan. It is the best movie trivia players in the world competing at the top level. Plus, our morning show, SEN Live, and brand new shows coming your way. And just as always, the Patreon has become the most, the most significant thing in the Trivia Schmodown because we want to make sure that for those people who are supporting the league, that we're able to give back and that we're able to treat the Patreon like a streaming service. We want to make sure that if you are at that $10 level, that you're getting the the, the big pay-per-views that we're doing, that you're getting the exclusive matches. We're going to be doing watch-alongs. Anything that we have that could be exclusive, you guys will get that. And on the lower tiers, you'll make sure that you'll get that a few days later. And you'll be you'll have all the access. You'll have access to competitors. There's so much that you're able to do. If you can't join the Patreon, we understand. Go on over and click a like. Share it. That stuff is important. The growth of the Schmodown is something that we wanted to make sure that we were giving to you guys. And hence why we put so much effort into making sure that the Patreon is worth your while. So take a look. Go on over to patreon.com slash Schmodown. Look and see what tier today is right for you. Go ahead. Check it out. We thank you so much for your support. And we hope to see you over at patreon.com slash Schmodown. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Movie Trivia Schmodown. It is the ultimate Schmodown. This tournament has been incredible so far. There have been upsets. There have been just battles back and forth, and I think we're going to have one of those today. Mark Ellis joins me as always. Mark, how goes it? Oh, Christian, it goes swimmingly for both me 
And that. And the reason why is because, like you said, this tournament had a lot of potential. It had a lot of promise. Sure, but you never know how a tournament is going to play out. Already, we have seen just about every possible scenario you could possibly have in any tournament setting. And now we get an old favorite versus somebody who came from being a fan to now playing in the big league. Hey, hang on. Let me make sure I'm following. Yes, I'm following Jeff Snyder on Twitter now. Whew, that was a close call. Well, it's 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 all set. But look, you mean you mentioned this match here, Robert Montano versus Jeff Snyder and Robert, of course, from late to the party fame. But Robert was one. you look at people like uh, Paul Oyama and Chance Ellison and Kevin Smets and and these people who were fans first um, and then became Schmodown competitors. Well, Robert and Vanessa and Tim Franco, those were the original three. They were people who were who loved the Schmodown, who started reacting to the Schmodown. We took notice on it. They came and they played. And not only did they just like, oh, they played. They had some great matches. Remember, they had a great match against uh, Action when they were a thing. They upset critically acclaimed who was supposed to win the whole tournament. And that's Bibiani and Whitney when they were a team and knocked them out of the uh, out of the first round. So. He is a very knowledgeable dude and could do very well. Sam Levine, of course, picked him up from the usual suspects at free agency uh, this season, Mark. Yeah, so we have Jeff Snyder. We have him as an established entity. I've always been so curious about his nonchalant attitude really towards life, but particularly about the schmodown. Is he relaxed, and is that part of his game plan, getting into his opponent's head, or does he does he just not put forth the effort that you see uh, the competitors at the top of the heap do nowadays that we're into the new era season seven with Robert Montano Christian I think he needs some sort of moniker to really describe who he is at this point in his life you're the nickname guru you gave me baby carrots what do we call this guy well he's still the in Snyder because of the, what what he does well, not him who Montana kid. oh he's the party crasher he comes in Ooh. here and he, he comes in here and he's able to do what he does well, whether it's joining from the couch and becoming a competitor, upsetting someone in the first round. He's the party crusher, there's no doubt. But if you're you know, addressing the Jeff Snyder thing, Jeff Snyder, I believe, is one of the more underrated competitors in the history of the movie Trivia Schmodown. When there's conversations that are always had about great players, he doesn't come up enough. He is a two-time teams champion. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal player, and he's elevated any team that he's ever been on, and he is a solid singles player. He has come close to the title in, in number one contender matches and then just fell short in New York. I've said this about a couple of players, but none can be, it can be more true that Jeff Snyder is his own worst enemy at times. He had this monumental run with the Patriots. I don't know if it'll ever be done. They almost won 10 and 0. They went 9 and 1 with, uh, with, with six title defenses or 9 and 2 total, six, six defenses. And at that point, when it was over, he was burnt out. And you could see it in his face. And when he joined back with Mark Andreco and Roxy Schreier, that love came back and they won the titles. Is he in that second phase now of, uh, you know, I did a lot. I don't know. if I'm, I don't know. I haven't seen the guy. We haven't heard from the guy. You can get a Jeff Snyder that can beat any single person or the Jeff Snyder that can be beat by any single person. I don't know who we're getting today. Well, now I think I know that we're getting a Jeff Snyder who's ready to play. Why? Because of his manager, Christian. You look at how Roxy Star and the Rockstars just push their competitors to the next level. They're constantly quizzing. They're in communication. And I think that if Roxy is that Vince Lombardi lighting the fire under, I'm not going to give him Bart Starr just yet, but I am going to say that Jeff Snyder has posed a Ray Nitsky-like intimidation quality simply by proxy of him being so cool, calm, and collected. There's the triple C's, fans. Everybody do a shot.
Well, we're going to find out exactly how we got here today. Here we go. Because we're just here to party, and we're going to keep partying, and we're going to bring the party to the Schmodown, whether it's late, on time, or even ahead of schedule. But we will always party in the Schmodown. The guy has been doing the uh, the fan reaction videos, and he would play along, and he would crush it. Innovators. You guys think you do after shows and after podcasts and reactions? Hey, we started all of that. I'm talking about late to the party over here. I'm talking Hello about there. people who have been fans and then come over to the league. People tend to forget that late to the party were the first. How do we get here where there's all these fans and reactors joining the league, thinking that they can compete against people like Jeff Snyder. Late to the party. You should have been late to this match. You could have spared yourself the absolute beating that I'm about to give you. I've been here once before, but this time I'm going so. I've got to split the party as of right now. Uh, I have chosen to go with Sam Levine and the oh, usual suspects. It's crazy to me that nobody picked this guy up before I did. He is going to bring that same confidence and knowledge that he has when he's playing at home to now playing at home just on the internet like he used to it's going to be no different to him but the only thing better than playing a legend is beating one william bibiani knows what it feels like to be sent home by me snyder will know that feeling soon enough he's a fan he's always going to be a fan how many fans have we let into the league they're all going to get exposed in this tournament you know you put him up stage uh, with four of the best players in the free-for-all the guy barely answered a question right did he even get one right? I don't even know. I wasn't paying attention to him because he doesn't scare me. Jeff Snyder should, for all intents and purposes, be on the Mount Rushmore of the Schmodown, but nobody ever wants to give him the credit or respect that he deserves. I beat him easily by myself. In singles, very beatable. I think the upsets in round one, they start right here. Listen, I've been on hiatus a long time and I'm hungry. I've got an appetite. The beast has got to get fed. And Robert Montano, I'm going to make a great little appetizer. See you in the ring. Well, there's no doubt about it. There were, we already had a massive upset in the tournament with Perry Nemiroff defeating Mike Kalinowski. It was a, it, that, that is a big, big upset. Can that carry over here again with Robert beating Jeff? Because that is the same type of level. Even though Robert has never played in singles before, he does know teams. But you're, if you want to compare teams, you look at what Snyder has done. Snyder is arguably, if not, he's the best teams player that has ever played. There's no yeah. doubt about it. There's some sort of looming specter where anytime you doubt Jeff Snyder, it's just this mist in the air, this feeling you get, and you remember, oh, right, the Patriots. Oh, what? they're a legendary squad, and a lot of that is thanks to JTE and Jeff Snyder and their combined knowledge. Now Jeff Snyder once again has the floor in a singles match, but he's got a formidable foe in the party crasher. Christian, it's about to get hot, heavy, and a whole lot of movie trivia know-how is coming to fans' way in just about, I don't know, what do you say, three, four minutes? I'd say three or four minutes because the usual suspects and the rock stars have already had a battle with Andrako and Atchity. 
and they went after it, and you saw it. Roxy Stryer is fantastic at getting in the minds of both managers and players. Now, Sam usually doesn't get bothered by this stuff, but I don't know here with Sam because you remember the history that Sam has with Jeff Snyder. They, uh, Sam, Sam's team of above the line is the only team that ever defeated the Patriots twice. Um, they didn't do it the first time around, but there's a lot of history there. There's a lot of history there. So I, I, I don't know what this is like, if this is a little emotional for Sam, but we're going to find out because the manager of the rock stars, Roxy Stryer, and the manager of the usual suspects, uh, fresh off a brand new air conditioner, or at least a, a better <laughs> is the usual suspects own Sam Levine. Hello, guys. All right, let's let's start here. Sam, I got to ask you because um, of your history with Jeff Snyder here. Do you tell uh, do you tell Robert anything different going into this? Do you do you, any strategies from things that you used to beat Jeff in the past, or or you just hope Jeff shows up? No, I ju- it was very easy. I just had to remind uh, Robert how wildly overrated Jeff is as a player. And, you know, he was the drunken master in teams. That was crazy how those guys kept winning. But without JTE next to him, there's nothing scary about Jeff Snyder. He, he, he's, he can be cut pretty easily. He bleeds like any other competitor. Um, so I just told Robert, man, play your best game, man. Play play it like you're playing on your couch, doing a reaction with your own whiteboard. No pressure. It's just Jeff Snyder. It's not like, you know, he's ever held a singles belt or anything. So this is nothing. He, he's got this. Yeah, Sam, do yourself a favor. Never go to the 30th floor of any building. That's just a word to the wise. Uh, Roxy Stryer, we were talking about your competitor pre-show, and we say, look, we know that he knows a lot about movies, but he just sometimes needs that extra push if he's playing in a singles match. How have you been able to provide that nudge forward? Honestly, I don't even know that I have to, considering you guys just did it for me. Thank you for all of the crap talk, because... You guys know if there's something a Bostonian loves, it's being doubted and talked to like crap. So thank you, Christian, for saying that anybody could beat him. Thank you, Sam, for saying he can bleed. And thank you, Mark Ellis. I'm not sure what you did yet, but I'm sure it's coming down the line on the show today. So, you know, I'm really excited because I don't have to push Jeff. Jeff pushes Jeff and you guys all just pushed him too. Hey, fair enough here. Uh, Sam and Roxy both are struggling for points right now. We know that is the case uh, as you're moving through, trying to move through. And the battle between Atchity and Andreco was a it was a tough one there, Sam. But, you know, this is a time uh, this could be revenge here, too. So how do you feel as far as the faction points go? Do, do, do you have to beat Roxy here today? Do I have to? Uh, it would be nice to, but I don't know that this is a make-or-break match. I, I don't want to put that kind of pressure on it. Look, it's always nice to pick up points when you can, and I think today there's a it's a pretty easy chance to pick up some points, so sure, it'd be great, but I don't want to put that kind of pressure on Robert. Rox? All the pressure. Don't blow this, Snyder. I know you won't. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. Let's... Uh... Let's move out of there and move Sam out of there. The managers are ready. And Roxy knows how to talk to Jeff, by the way. They have a great relationship. That's one of the things there where you talk. There are not a lot of people who can manage Jeff Snyder. There really isn't. Uh, He'll tell you just as much, too. She's done it very well. She did it very well. Dagnino did it very well. Um, But I think that this is going to be a make or break. I do disagree with Sam. This is a make or break for both these factions. We'll find out in uh, just a moment. 
Yeah, uh, temperature certainly rising in that managerial tete-a-tete uh, -tete we just saw. I would say that in the Rockstars locker room, there's a lot of bulletin board material that Roxy's making sure Jeff knows and is aware of. And then over in the usual suspects locker room, Christian, I think they're just making sure they have plenty of Freon for any sort of air conditioning unit that may need running. Nice. Um, all right. I'm ready. Are you? Good. Let's ride, cowboy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. Introducing first, representing the usual suspects, making his schmodown singles debut. He is Robert. The party crasher, Montano. Almost, almost there. Robert, how are you? Robert, it is, look, man, it's been a pleasure always having you in the league. This is the first time that you have ever been on a different team or faction uh, than Vanessa. So, first of all, do you guys talk about this, mess, uh, this match coming up? Or you say, nope, your faction's your faction, mine's mine. No, it's crazy. Like the the training has definitely gone from a partnership more so to singular to where I'm just training on my own. She trains on her own. She's got her book. I've got mine. Uh, and then when it comes down to talking about it, it's really just kind of throwing questions at each other. But really, when it comes down to the mechanics of what I'm learning versus what she's learning, I have no clue what she's doing on her end. And I like that. You know, it, it definitely makes me my own person when it comes to the schmodown and her as well so uh i'm excited for this especially going up against another legend like jeff snyder uh let's get to it i'm excited yeah robert you know you, you look at your t-shirt and you have obviously uh, everybody's favorite kermit the frog on there now when you look at your nickname the party crasher our comedian friend darren carter is the party starter now you're the party crasher what does that nickname say about you and the sort of attitude that you want to bring to today's matchup? Well, the biggest thing was, I mean, ending late to the party when it comes to the Schmodown. I was the one that sought out uh, some sort of manager. I, I wanted some leadership. I was the one that took that step to find somebody who would work best for me. First one I went to was Sam Levine. Second, I mean, it was technically the first one that happened, and that was crashing the party when it came to critically acclaimed. Uh, actually, before that, I was the second person ever to get a perfect round and the bonus point when it came to teams. Atchity, who was also on my faction, then me, then Tim Franco, who was also on my faction at the time. So we're all about crashing the parties. We're all about upsetting the establishment. So here, it ain't going to happen. Snyder and Oyama, too. I'm here to stop that. All right. Well, there is Robert. Thank you. Going to drop you out here as we wait for your opponent. And his opponent, with a record of nine wins, seven defeats, he is the former two-time movie trivia schmodown team champion of the world, the Insnyder, Jeff Snyder! Jeff Snyder, that is just, I mean, put... Look at you. I, I would expect nothing less. Uh, Jeff, you have been out for a little bit. Not 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 competing. Just uh, 
the inner geekdom's been going on. Your favorite division, I might add. Uh, Star Wars has been going on, um, but no singles, no teams to where you had made your name for. Tournament comes back. Roxy says you're in. Is there any chance in hell that you didn't want to be in this thing, or you you were you were in from the get? I don't have anything better to do right now, Christian. Okay, I'm sitting at home. I'm chilling with Dad, and that's all I'm doing. So I say we rock and roll. Uh, somewhere Tom Dagnino is wondering where his best dinner jacket went. Uh, Jeff, I'm going to put it simply to you. A lot of competitors who are winning championships, who have belts, study. And that is the bulk of their preparation. It's just constant quizzing and testing and watching movies. When I say study, what does Jeff the Insnider Snyder say? Cram about a half an hour before the match starts. I don't study at all. I mean, I'm always testing myself, you know, that kind of stuff. But do I hit the books? Do I have flashcards or a friggin' Excel doc like some people in this league? No. All right. Here we go. So, Robert, you are in. Jeff, you're in. The competitors have hit the battlefield. And mark round number one. We took a detour. We got a Mountain Dew. We're back on the highway with round number one, gentlemen. Eight questions will be asked to the field of competitors, and it looks like this field number's so each question worth one point a piece there's no penalty for missing a question there is no stealing at least not in round number one once we ask the question each competitor has 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever writing utensil you prefer on whatever writing surface you provided for yourself once we ask you by name to reveal your answer please show what you wrote to the camera the same time you verbalize your answer into the microphone I'll remind each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. Jeff, you remember him. If you're not sure you heard a question right, if you're not sure, you got to get that information from the back of your head to the front of your head and 15 seconds ain't going to cut it, use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be utilized at any point throughout the three-round match. You as the competitor may initiate the challenge, then we'll bring in your manager and they will ratify that decision. Christian, they look ready to go. They have their whiteboard. Well, they were ready to go and then Snyder leaned back. So I don't even know if he knows he's competing. Well, we're going to find out. Jeff, you ready? Yes. And Robert, are you ready? Let's do it. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Round number one. Question number one in the realm of action slash adventure. Gentlemen, who directed 2005's The Island? Ah. Favorite island you ever been to, Christian? I think I know the answer. New York. Oh, I thought you were going to go Maui. Looking Maui. for Maui. I just wanted to be clever. Five, <laughs> four, three, Manhattan. Two, one, pens down. And let's start with Jeff. Michael Bay. Yes. And Robert. Michael Bay. Correct. All right. Let's go to the next question. Here we go. All right, gentlemen. The next question is in the category of romantic comedies, or as she calls them, rom-coms. The question, who co-stars as Leopold alongside Meg Ryan in the 2001 film Kate and Leopold? I like this movie, Christian. You know why? Because there's a John Roebling reference. You know who John Roebling is? I do. Uh New Jersey town, where my mom's from, named after him, built Four, the Brooklyn Bridge. Three, two, one. Pens down. Uh, pens down, Robert. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Uh, there was no delay there, Sam. There was no delay. 
He missed did not get the JTE rule in time. You got to get that fired off before we hit zero on the count. Are you going to? Okay. Hold on, okay. Sam. Are you? Sam's waving his hand. Are you challenging? Yes. Hold on. Challenging. I'm. I'm Sam. asking you a question. What? I, we're not going to challenge. I just want you to know you started that countdown at four, not five, Christian. I love the bits, but the countdown starts at five. It didn't start at five. No, I heard five. Seems, right. seems like he's been. He knows how to count to five. It's fine. Go ahead. I'm just letting you know. All right. Well, I can't confirm or deny that, but I, uh, I, I, I have never done started with four. Let me ask you, Sam Levine. What is six second have mattered? First of all, show me your answer. What do you got? Is it Hugh Jackman? It is. All right. So two one, uh, two one, two one, and now we get to our next question. Question number three: Dramas, which this match already has become. Nicholas Holt plays a famous fantasy author who was a soldier during World, World War One. In what 2019 biopic? Yeah, those JTE rules. It's it's that one. It's that zero. You got to get that in before we hit. Watch this, Mark. Five. Well, four, yeah. three, two, one. Pens down, and we start with Jeff Snyder. Tolkien. Yes, Robert. Jane Fonda. <laughs> no, but that's great. Uh, all right, three one, three one. Snyder goes up by two here as we get to our next question. <laughs> that's right. We move on to the category of movie quotes, gentlemen. And your question for a point: What crime film has the line "The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he did not exist"? Uh, fun fact: The devil also very good at balloon animals. I don't know if that's true. There, I I've seen it. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please, Robert. I should be kicked off the team for not getting this one. The usual suspects. Yes, and Snyder. The usual suspects. That is correct. So the score right now is four <laughs> two. As we get to our next. Mark, uh, here it is. Fantasy sci-fi. Who plays Walter Paddock, who is the evil man in black in the 2017 film The Dark Tower? All right, so Christian, since we asked the usual suspects question, do we have to ask a Mark Wahlberg rock and roll movie question now? It's the next question. It's the next one on the docket. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. Snyder. Matthew McConaughey. Yes, Robert. Would have been better as a series, Matthew McConaughey. Also agree. Your your post answer. Oh, that spelling is a disaster. Holy McConaughey. Sorry, I'll watch the I'll watch the swearing. You should you should know the spelling. Your partner was. I know how to. No, that's not how. Well, we we knew it. That's that's different as far as what he was doing there. So. All right, McConaughey is tricky. It's all right, Robert. Geppetto. Next question. Next question. Mark. Trying to buckle up this match once again. I'll go ahead and do the laugh now. Ha 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 ha. The category is comedies. And the question. What 1980s comedy stars John Cleese, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Palin, and Kevin Kline? Sam Levine is 100% the McEnroe of coaches. Oh, I I wouldn't give him a McEnroe. You don't think he's McEnroe? I mean, maybe a Draymond Green, a Rasheed Wallace, but McEnroe is just another level of... One pens down, pens down. All right, let's go with uh, Robert. Robert, 
can. It's gonna kill me. A fish called Wanda. Yeah, Snyder. A fish called Wanda. Yes, sir. Six four. Uh, Robert gets another one correct, but Snyder has not missed yet. As we get to question seven, horror slash thriller. Which Oscar-winning actress plays multiple roles in 2018's Suspiria? Got two questions left, and then Jeff Snyder could have a bonus question if he gets these next two right. Absolutely. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Pens down, and we start with Jeff Snyder. I believe it's Tilda Swinton. That is correct. Robert? Jane Fonda. Didn't have it. All right, 7-4. Snyder goes up by three. Snyder goes up by three. As we get to our last question, if Jeff Snyder hits this, then he and only he will have a bonus question. If not, we go on to round number two, Mark. Could have another two-point swing here, Christian. And the question, in the world of animated movies drawn by a computer maybe on hand, the question, Kevin Klein. And Kenneth Branagh led their voices to what DreamWorks animation film in the year 2000? The year 2000. I I set that up. It wasn't in the question. I set Christian up for that. You did. And uh, a rare connection from Mark to Christian. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Robert. Eldorado. Eldorado is not correct. Uh, Nope. Is it the Prince of Egypt? No, it was the No, road. you got close, Robert. It was actually the road to oh, Eldorado. Yeah. That was that question that we, we had as like a five-pointer, I remember, in an old match. And I, yeah, I couldn't even think of it. All right, well, there it is. There it is. So it is a 7-4 game as the perfect round is missed by Snyder. But it is 7-4 as we get to round number two. Mark, how do the rules go in number two? Round number two is the wheel round. Everyone loves the wheel, and it's virtual this time. I'm not going near either one of yours apartments. So you spin the virtual wheel with your mind. Once we settle on a category, you're going to hear four questions from that particular realm of Schmodown know-how. Each question is worth two points, no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing, yeah, that's available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which we promise is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. So Christian, the rock stars in good position at the end of round number one anyway. So as we enter round number two, Jeff Snyder is going to have a chance to chat with his manager, Roxy Stryer, to decide whether he'd like to spin that wheel first or defer to his party crashing opponent. All right, we're going to remove Sam and Robert here. And Roxy got 60 seconds starting now. Jeff, to me, you are perfect. What an amazing round one. You're such a champion. Uh, What are you thinking? How are you feeling? You want to spin first? I typically do, but part of me also wants to put a little pressure on Robert. Um, I'm okay with that. Yeah, you know what? Let's make Robert go first. All right, I like that. First is the worst anyway. Second is the best, and we all know you're the best. Let's do it. We're going to have Robert go first then. All right, Robert's going to go first. If that's the case, going to remove Rox and Jeff. Going to bring back uh, both Sam and Robert. Sam, you got 60 seconds to talk to Robert starting now. Okay, dude, we'll get to strategy in a second. Off yours, Christian. I'm just trying to get a fair shake for my players here. That's two matches you've burned me on a split-second delay for a JTE rule. Take a walk. Okay, Robert, here we go. Um, This is great. Uh, Snyder is clearly in his own head right now. He always goes first. So you got him shaken. 
that he would think he needs to switch that up. This is all you. You and I have talked so much strategy about the wheel here. We assumed we'd be going first, so he gave us a gift without realizing it. You ready to do this? Let's do it, man. Bust the deal, spin the wheel. All right, here here is the wheel for Robert as the spin is in. See that DiCaprio wedge looming out there. I was just, did I see a John Carpenter wedge, Christian? Oh, yeah, that's been up there before, so we're going to yeah, find no, out. I'm excited oh. to see it. Thriller. Thriller. 60 seconds to decide, starting now. I know it's a, a strength of his, man. Okay. So, so I, w- I would say let's try it one more time. Spin it again. All right, here's the spin. And whatever this one is, obviously, Robert's going to have to play. That's right. That opponent's choice looming out there. He's not worried about it, but he might have hit it. He did. Opponent's choice, it is. All right, so we're going to remove Robert here. Excuse me, we're going to remove Sam. Going to bring back both Roxy and Jeff. And we're going to give you 60 seconds to decide what you want to choose starting now. About time the rock stars have a little luck here. Uh, How are you feeling? You want to give it to him? Yeah, let's go Thriller for him. Perfect. All right, Thriller then for... Good luck, Robert! All right, Thriller it is. Going to bring... Roxy out, and we will bring Robert back in. All right, Robert, you're going to get four questions in the realm of thriller. Are you ready, sir? Uh, yeah. All right, here we go. Question one. All right. Who plays Jim Hudson, who's the man who wins the bid to live in Chris's body in the film Get Out? Steven Root. That's correct. For two points. Uh, next question. William Hurt played Kevin Costner's alter ego in what psychological thriller? Multiple choice, please. Is it A, Perfect World, B, Dragonfly, C, Mr. Brooks, D, Three Days to Kill? A is an alpha. C is in cat. Hold on a second. So A is an alpha is what Robert said. So I'm going to repeat. I'm going to repeat. The, that's incorrect. I'm going to repeat the question for Jeff now. And that yeah, is for cat. Let let me finish the question and the answer and the multiple choice, please, for audio listeners. William Hurt plays Kevin Costner's alter ego in what psychological thriller? Is it A, Perfect World, B, Dragonfly, C, Mr. Brooks, or D, Three Days to Kill? Mr. Brooks. That is correct. All right, so Jeff Snyder steals that one there, and here is question number three. Here it is. Who plays Clyde Alexander Shelton, who's a man on a mission to avenge his wife and daughter in 2009's Law-Abiding Citizen? Gerard Butler. That's correct for two points. And finally, here it is. This question could break the tie now. It is deadlocked at eight. This is it. All right, here we go. David Lynch directed Naomi Watts and Justin Theroux in this 2001 neo-noir thriller. This jerk knows David Lynch very well. Multiple choice, please. Is it A, Lost Highway, B, Mulholland Drive, C, The Man Who Wasn't There, or D, The Deep End? Beam Mahal and Drive. Correct for one point. All right. So 
Robert goes up by one, and Jeff Snyder finds himself only down by one. And here it is. All right, so we're going to move Robert. Going to bring back uh, Roxy, and you get 60 seconds to talk to your competitor. Kristen, how do you say that word? Noir? Noir? That's how I said it. Noir. <laughs> Jeff, uh, easy peasy. You're down by one going to the second round. This is the best place we could possibly be in right now. questions have been any easier. My questions no. better be that easy. Well, we're ready for it. We're going to spin this wheel. It's going to do well for us. We've got luck on our side today. I can feel it. So let's get to the wheel right now so we can see what's going on. Also, you look like a straight-up stud. Jeff Snyder playing the role of Sam Levine today. All right, here we go. Next next question. So. <laughs> All right, Jeff working his match and get that spin in and opponent's choice still working, Christian. So maybe it could be some medicine back to Jeff, but he spins Eddie Murphy instead. Eddie Murphy, 60 uh, seconds. How are you feeling about this, Jeff? I don't love it. I don't love it. All right. Okay. I think that's fine. But we can't get Thriller, so all we can really get is Leo, Drew, or Remakes and Reboots. So I think we got to do it. I think that as uh, long as you can take it to yeah. multiple choice every time, then you'll be okay. Let's go with Eddie Murphy, yeah. yeah let's all do right. it. You got this, Jeff. This is yours. You all got right. it. Eddie Murphy it is. And now we bring back Robert here. All right, so you're going to get four questions in the realm of Eddie Murphy movies, Jeff. Mark, are you ready to go? Yeah, well, I'm still puzzled as to why everybody has such a tough time taking Eddie Murphy movies, one of the greatest living thespians ever. Okay, we move on. Jeff, four questions, each one two points, unless you want to go to multiple choice. Your first question in the incredible world of Eddie Murphy, who plays the upper-class executive Louis Winthorpe III in Trading Places? Multiple choice. Is it A, Bill Murray, B, Dan Aykroyd, C, Harold Ramis, or D, Paul Gleason? Dan Aykroyd. The star of Celtic Pride is correct for one point. Correct for one point. All right, question two. All right, Jeff, in the world of Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence share the screen as a loudmouth Harlem grifter Ray and a no-nonsense Claude in what 1999 film? Oh, oh, uh, life. Two points for Jeff Snyder, Christian. All right, here is the next question here, Mark. Jeff now enjoying a two-point lead as we careen into your penultimate Eddie Murphy question, and that would be, who plays Jerry Harris, a film producer looking to cast Beyonce's Dina in Dreamgirls? I think I know, but multiple choice. All right, I'll get through all four options and you can select your answer. Is it A, John Lithgow, B, John Krasinski, C, Danny Glover, or D, Keith Robinson? Can you repeat the question? You want a JTE rule? Yeah, with all the with all the things, yeah, JTE rule. Certainly. Who plays Jerry Harris? A film producer looking to cast Beyonce's Dina in Dreamgirls. You elected for multiple choice. Those options are, is it A, John Lithgow, B, John Krasinski, C, Danny Glover, or D, Keith Robinson? Keith Robinson. 
That is incorrect. So we go to the party crasher. I'm going to repeat the question and the options once again. In the world of Eddie Murphy, who plays Jerry Harris, a film producer looking to cast Beyonce's Dina in Dreamgirls? Is it A, John Lithgow, B, John Krasinski, C, Danny Glover, or D, Keith Robinson? Is it C as in Charlie? Uh, C as in Charlie is incorrect. We're looking for Cliffhanger's own John Lithgow. All right, so here's Jeff's final question in round number two. All right, Jeff still enjoying a two-point lead over the party crasher, looking to double that. Heading into round number three, this is your final question in the world of Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy and Robert De Niro play two cops who are paired for a reality police show and run into real trouble with a crime lord in what 2002 film? Showtime. It's a nice cable channel as well. Christian, Jeff Snyder gets it correct. We have a four-point advantage for the in Snyder over the party crasher as we head into round number three. Four-point lead it is by the Insider as we get to round number three. Mark, how does it go? Round number three is the round that will determine the match and who advances in the tournament. Unless, of course, we go to sudden death overtime, which is in play. So what we need from each competitor is a series of numbers, three numbers from each of you. These numbers can range from one to 20. They may not be the same number as your opponent. Each number corresponds to a different corner of movie trivia, mowdown, hidden goodness, your first question is worth two points. Your next one is worth three points. Your last one, should we make it that far, is worth five of the biggest points of your tournament. So, Jeff, because you have a four-point advantage, you can give us your three lucky numbers first. So from one to 20, what feels fortunate? Can I defer? No. Uh, yeah, you can, actually. You can defer if you want. I would like to defer. No one's ever done that before. So you're such a gentleman. Oh, never even been given as an option before. I know it's never. Jeff, I love that move out of you. Just so yeah. so. No, this point's just really making the match longer. So Robert, go ahead. Seven, three, and eleven. Seven. Oh, good! You took his favorite numbers. Good job, Robert. Bad <laughs> numbers. He yeah. did take two of my numbers. So. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Let him have it. Numbers. This what? is going to match. Jeff, what do you got? Four, eight, sixteen. Four. Oh, those sexy numbers. Garbage. Oh, they're so All right. good. So let's get oh, 60. I'm feeling those numbers. 60 seconds. Roxy, you got Jeff for 60 seconds starting now. Jeff, love that move out of you. I think you know exactly what this is right now. Uh, we're down. We're up by four. This is a great place to be. Let's watch him just slowly take himself out of this game. You've got this. Uh, you have two JT, JTE rolls left. Use them when you need them. Take your time. Let it run down. As far as you can before you ask for them, and just don't get in your head. You've got this. This is your game right now, 100%. All right. So now 60 seconds, Sam, and talk to Robert starting now. Dude, I can't believe he took a dump in his own bet on that, letting you pick two of his three favorite numbers. He had the lead. He just gave away that massive advantage. What a fool. What a fool. Uh, you got this, dude. Here's the thing it's only four points. So you get the first two questions. Then you got the lead. Then he's got to get at least one question back. And I can't even begin to tell you Snyder's history of missing five pointers. So you hit yours. This match is over. You got this, buddy. All right. A lot of ifs. A lot of ifs. Okay. Good advice by both managers as we put both of them in the waiting room and we start. So Robert is going to be going first. He's going to try to avoid the TPO here as we start with category category number seven robert category number seven that would be the world of comic book movies comic book movies all right here it is 
two-pointer. In Venom, what former Cheers actor has a cameo as the murderous Cletus Cassidy? Five. This is where your brain's farting. Three. Repeat the question, please. First one. Second one. Excuse me. First one. First one. All right. Here it is. In Venom, what former Cheers actor has a cameo as the murderous Cletus? Come on. Sorry. Five. Four. Three. Repeat the question, please. Second one. In Venom, what former Cheers actor has a cameo as the murderous Cletus Cassidy? Come on, it's there! Scratching. Five, four, three. Oh, come on. Two, one. I can't. Nothing. Uh, Woody Harrelson was the answer. Woody! I Woody keep going Willie. What the hell? Woody Harrelson. All right, so now we get to your three-pointer here. Your three. Now he's got to hit his five-pointer no matter what, Christian. Got to hit his three and his five. Oh, um, yeah. So here is here is Robert's three. Horror. You got horror here. And that would be this question, Robert. Who directed the 1997 sci-fi horror film? Mimic. Five, four, three. Repeat the question, please. Last one. Who directed the 1997 sci fi horror film Mimic? I only know who's in it. Not who directed it. Damn you, Woody! Uh, just Mira Sorvino. Uh, incorrect. <laughs> Looking for Guillermo del Toro. I just pulled the JT. Guillermo del Toro. Really? Yes. So, now, we get to our five-pointer. Our five-pointer. If Robert hits it, it bounces back to Jeff. However, if he misses it, Jeff Snyder and the Rockstars Rockstars will win via TKO. Robert, category 11. Remakes and reboots. Remakes and reboots. Here it is. Remakes and reboots. Who plays Chief Inspector Dreyfus in 2006's The Pink Panther? Kevin Klein. Correct for five points. All right. I knew that one. Thank it, you. It bounces back. It bounces back to Jeff Snyder. So we are in a position, though. Jeff Snyder just needs to hit the two, and the Rock Stars will have another three points after Andreco wins his match. So, Mark, Jeff Snyder, he chose category number four. He did that, Christian, and Jim Harbaugh's NFL number corresponds to. The 2000s, Jeff. 2000s movies is your category. And your question. For two points, and more importantly, the win to advance in the tournament. Catherine Bigelow. 
directed Jeremy Renner and Anthony Mackie in what 2009 war film? The Hurt Locker. I'm from you, Oyama. And your winner, advancing to the next round, the Snyder, Jeff Snyder. Snyder does it, Robert. Drop you out there for the moment, my friend. All right, so Jeff Snyder does it. He beats Robert Montano as the rock stars once again beat the usual suspects. All right, so bringing in Roxy Stryer here. Massive win, massive win for Jeff Snyder. He's going to be playing the winner now of both Marisol McKee or Paul Oyama. I guess, Jeff, I don't have to ask you this because you said it in the in your post there. Is who do you want to win, either Oyama or McKee? I want Paulo Yama to win so that I can get a shot at redemption. It's fair. Uh, I can't wait until he does and then we bury him. I mean, this is just like the chef's kiss. Uh, Jeff, I am so obsessed with you. You are just uh, such a joy to manage and be on the faction. You're incredible. I am scared to ask you this, but I do want to know what is on your notepad right now. What did you go scribbling down, Jeff Snyder, you crazy uh, devil? I didn't think that he, Robert was going to get the last question, so I wrote out. <laughs> All right, so we got a little bit cocky. It's okay. It's okay. Wait, uh, are gonna, what are you talking about? Just writing it down. For those three points, though, uh, thank you. What an amazing job you did. And honestly, Robert's a jerk, so I'm uh, no love loss here. He can go home and, and be upset about his lack of ability to get that two or three point. Woody? Come on, I have a Woody right now based on him not getting that. How about Christian in the question? What Cheers star who once starred in White Men Can't Jump and Natural Born Killers? You got, first, you, I, first of all, I'm going to give you the same thing that I gave to oh, Sam, to be fair to Sam. I'm going to do the same thing I said to Sam when he played Nathan. First of all, dummy, you just won the match. Yeah. Second of all, your, your two-pointer was what Kathleen Big, Catherine Bigelow easy, War movie. It was easy. I get it. I get so it. You both got easy two-pointers. That's the point of the two-pointer. So shut up. You won the match. Right. We'll try to Let's clean see. things up here yeah. with another question. Uh, mm -hmm. Jeff, it might be a little metaphorical. You had written down TKO. You didn't end up getting the TKO. So maybe live by the sword, die by the sword in terms of you know your next matchup, whether you're taking on Marcel or whether you have a rematch against Oyama, there's going to be a lot more bulletin board material of people saying Jeff can't pull this next victory off. So in your own words, what exactly does bulletin board material and people doubting you do for you prior to a match? Oh, I feed off. I feed off the hate. All the doubters who think that you know, I can't beat Oyama. I was this close. I was a bad bid. It wasn't even a question. I was a bad bid away from beating him in New York. I just didn't realize that he was going to completely crash and burn in the fourth quarter. Um, so, yeah, I'm just eager to show what I can do and put him in his place like I should have the first time. Well, you're really overlooking Marisol McKee. had a nice uh, victory there against Bonnie. Uh, is there any chance that you think Marisol here can do this, Roxy? And or are you just guys? You guys are just set on Paul Oyama. Oh no, there's always a chance. There's always a chance. This is the movie trivia showdown. We just hope that it's Oyama so that we can make him cry. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm trying to will it into existence, Christian, by saying it out loud. But I'm, I'm certainly wouldn't put anything past Marisol. All right. Well, listen, last question before I let you go here and bring back Sam and Robert. Uh, I guess it's both for both you guys. Roxy, this is another victory for you over Sam and Jeff. You know, you get a chance to beat Sam now as a manager. Uh, 
good or just get out of the way? We're, we're coming. You know, I, I don't get the same joy from be- beating Sam that I do from like some of the true jerks in this league, like a Finstock or a Shannon who are just horrible human beings. Uh, but I do definitely get that same feeling from beating Robert, who is a crap talker and kind of mean and actually you know in his reactions okay let's let's go watch him react to this now how are you feeling now are you reacting well uh so sam you know i i get a little bit of joy beating robert i get a whole lot of joy beating all right well here's uh here is snyder snyder look man you congratulations on this match today uh you advance into the next round you will be playing either marisol mckee or apollo yama and uh we'll see you soon Hey, Vanessa, call me. Nice. All right, so now we're going to bring in both Sam Levine, Robert. Sam, got to start with you here, man. So this yep. is uh, this is a second loss here to the Rockstars in this tournament. It was a tough one. I thought your managing uh, and, and the advice going into the third round was, was absolutely stellar. And it was exactly it just sometimes, as we saw, his brain froze. That happens to the best of them. So Everyone. what do you say in that moment? Look, man, it does happen to everyone. It happened to me. I had a stroke when I was writing Hugo Weaving's name uh, against Dan Merle. It happens. So don't beat yourself up over that. It has happened to every single player multiple times. Um, look, uh, Roxy, a- a- at the beginning of uh, round two, when uh, or in the middle of round two, when Snyder hit uh, Spinner's Choice, she said, you know, it's about time we got some good luck. And that's what this comes down to. It's luck. I mean, you're basically spinning the wheel three times in round three when you give seemingly random numbers and get random categories. So the luck sometimes goes your way. The luck sometimes doesn't go your way. And I know, you know, he's going to beat himself up over that two-pointer, but the three-pointer, it, it just wasn't there. The luck plays a factor every time and i'm so proud to have robert on the team i I love having him as a member of this faction and uh yeah it it just didn't go our way today but i know it's going to go his way in the future yeah robert speaking on that i i don't usually butter up competitors win or lose but i do have to tell you uh you're a credit not only to your name but also to the schmodan you started out as a fan as a reactor and you made it all the way to the big leagues and you're staying put here and the schmodan is not what it became unless we have people like you involved in the community so hats off to you my friend when you look to the future of your destiny as it pertains to the movie trivia schmodan Anything you want to do differently here to four that maybe you look back and say, ah, if I had only done this or that leading up to this tournament. Well, the crazy thing about the Schmodown is you kind of set a trajectory of how you're going to study. And I watched a ton of movies. I have never seen them before. If you actually follow me on social networking, you'd see I was going through like a training regiment. Not one of those movies come up. Although they didn't end up in the Schmodown, at least in this competition, I now have the knowledge of all those movies that I ended up watching. And when it comes down to it, I also watched a ton of Jeff Snyder's matches. Two of those mat or two of the questions, The Hurt Locker and Showtime, appeared in Jeff Snyder's matches. So of course he's going to know those now. So when it comes down to it, it's luck. I mean, if those questions now pop up again, he's going to know them. I knew them. I know all knew all his Eddie Murphy questions. But when it came down to like my five pointer, you could have asked for the original Chief Inspector Dreyfus, Herbert Lom, and I would have thrown that at him instead of Kevin Klein, which in my opinion was easier than Herbert Lom 
That's how the Schmodown plays out. That's how it lays. But you set up your trajectory. It happens. And sometimes the questions don't land in what you study. Classy in defeat for sure. And looking for, you know, I, I always prefer that type of mentality of, oh, this is what I what I did, what I could do, what I will do in the next match. So, I mean, I can't tell you, I definitely appreciate that. And for sure, as much as we pull each other's legs here in the uh, Movie Tree Showdown, Sam Levine always showing why he was one of the greatest of all time from the advice that he was giving in this match. There's no doubt about it when you listen and you see. But, uh, Sam, you know, the, the season is, is clearly not over. There's a lot more on the table for you but um you know there's a there's just a long road in general with the and i do have to ask this before i let you go is there anything this season because you got thrown a bunch of curveballs this year is there anything this season that you think you would have done uh differently or you you know like i said it was just curveballs and you you, you, you did and you handled what, what you had uh yeah i mean look there there was no real way for me to anticipate uh you know some of the things that happened um the I don't know that there's m- much I, I would or would have or could have done that differently. Um, so no, man, I, I've just been rolling with it, and I'm actually really proud, mostly of uh, my free agency pickups, uh, Robert and Molly Damon, uh, to name just two of them. I, I'm really I'm really proud of that. I think they were and are great players, and it was crazy to me that they were both somehow undrafted. So uh, you know, I, I just going forward. Uh, I, I may be keeping a wider uh, knowledge base of everyone playing who maybe isn't a marquee name, so to speak, but uh, might be a, a good asset for the suspects next year. But as far as this year, it is what it is. You, you play the cards you're dealt, not the cards you want. Sam, thank you. Robert, thank you. And uh, we will see you both very soon. Appreciate it. All right. Sam Levine and Robert Montano there. Look, I thought Robert fought uh, very well as he was coming back in that second round and he started throwing some scraps with Snyder. And like he said, his brain just froze. I mean, I I think that regardless, maybe he could have pulled that Del Toro if he had more confidence after hitting the two. Maybe, maybe not. I think he was so kind of uh, thrown off by not being able to recall that that it it, it threw him off. But he, I loved his answer at the end and the fact that, you know, he, he's going to find a way to come back and do something different. Yeah, I, I think you're correct, and I also think his manager, Sam Levine of The Usual Suspects, is accurate when he says this happens to everyone yeah. at some point in their Schmodown uh-huh. career. You get a little bit of raspberry jam in your tractor beam, so to speak. But uh, Montano, nothing to hang his head about. As a matter of fact, Christian, I think the fact that he was able to pull that five-pointer under that amount of pressure and even throw Jeff Snyder off of his game a little bit, I think that that kid deserves a nice, crisp IPA. And for Jeff Snyder, he's advancing in the tournament. We wait to see who he's going to be facing but you know that him and roxy they're from boston they're going to have a celebratory swig of dirty water tonight and get ready for whoever it is well i can tell you for sure roxy stryer uh, like she said finally getting some lucky because they were they were hurting this season and they just got Andraco and snyder her two big dogs have shown up for her so far as she hoped that they would so that's another three points for the rock stars and here are the standings as they are today all right as you can see there is a battle for the top but it are teams like the rock stars who start to creep closer and closer and closer and that's what she's looking to do if Andrako and snyder both have runs here there is a shot 
that Roxy Stryer and the Rockstars could take first place if they have this run. It is not out of the realm of possibilities, and I know Roxy knows that. For you guys, make sure all the pay-per-views that we have, everything that we have, if you're a $10 patron, you get all of them. All the massive events that we do on the Schmodown Throwdowns, when we come back to live events, all of it, the exclusive uh, exhibition matches, you get them, and that's only for $10 a month. If you don't want to get the $10 a month tier, well, then you just go to the SchmodownLive.com, and you can get the pay-per-views. Just go on over there, click on the button, get that link. Which event do you want? It's as easy as that. For the great Mark Ellis, I'm Christian Harloff. See you next time. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nyx.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.